Welcome to Strategize Your Life Podcast, where you will achieve, believe, and conquer in your pursuit to a purpose-filled life. Here are your hosts, Pastors Dean and Jacqueline Richards. We're in the book of Leviticus, Leviticus 24, verse 12. Um, and the scripture says, And they put him in ward that the mind of the Lord might be shown them or show, yeah, showed them. Then I went to the expanded Bible and it says the people held him as a prisoner, uh, put him in custody while they waited for the Lord's commands, his Lord, the Lord's command decision, his will, amen, to be made clear to them. Now I want to give you like a, a background, amen. Um, and I'll read my notes, okay? In Leviticus 24, verses 10 to 23, there was a situation with the son of an Israelite woman and the father who was an Egyptian. Now, this son and an Israelite man had a disagreement and fought in the camp. The Israelite woman's uh, son blasphemed the Lord's name and cursed. He was brought before Moses and they put him in prison as they were seeking the Lord's instruction. Now, blasphemy, as we know, is is impure, is uh, uh, speaking against the word of God, speaking against God. And it goes impious, according to the dictionary, impious utterance or action concerning God or sacred things, or it's an act of cursing or um, reviling God. Now, people of God, uh, the Lord doesn't like people who blaspheme, amen? And here we're in the Old Testament, amen? And we are uh, posed or given a, a situation that happened within the community. Now, we are also instructed in Exodus 20, verse 7, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. So, um, uh, we don't, we went there. We don't know what this, um, young man or the son of the Israelite woman said, but I guess he wasn't thinking. Uh, we don't know what happened or where he was, what, you know, where his mind was, but then he began to blaspheme God. Now, you know, we have been dealing with the, the, the topic of the mind. And when I saw this scripture, I had seen it before, but it, it just captured me yesterday as I was preparing this, that the mind of the Lord, amen might be showed them. So now the son, uh, we said that he made a huge mistake. Okay. And I was thinking that uh, it could have been maybe perhaps that, that, you know, he was influenced by his Egyptian father. You know, he, maybe his father, his father had something to do with disrespecting God, because as we know, the, the Egyptians was a polytheistic society. They had a God of the sun, a God of the moon, God of fertility, God of, um, of crops. There was a God for everything. So um, when I was thinking about it, I said, maybe his father had a connection, you know, with that because his father, I don't know, maybe he didn't quite understand, you know, no problem. He didn't quite understand worshiping the one and only true God. Amen. All right. So now our focus is on seeking the mind of God concerning the decisions that we make. This scripture speaks of wanting, you know, needing the Lord to lead and direct us instead of us making hasty decisions or making choices based on emotions, amen, or based on appearance. Now, people of God, we really cannot deny, you know, that we at some point in our lives have been led astray based on how something 
looks um, based on what someone said. And then later we may have learned that it was a bad decision because the outcome was not what we had expected or anticipated. Amen. So this part here that, you know, that they were seeking the Lord, they were seeking the mind of God. So when we are dealing with decision making um we need to really ask the lord to help us and i know at times it's not easy we, we assess the situation you know based on what you know the circumstances but here um when this situation occurred in the camp of the israelites they went to seek the mind of god and people of god when we are faced with um different decisions um move to move or not to move which school should have should we send our children to what university or college that does our children want to apply to um uh, um should we uh, uh oh gosh i'm trying to think of so many different things oh goodness should we buy a car now or later should we trade in our car no matter what it is we are faced with we, we are faced with decisions amen on a daily basis and what the lord would really desire for us to do is for us to seek his face ask him amen for his direction and believe it or not the lord is interested in us he wants to be a part of our business amen we and he wants us to include him so here this was a serious situation that was happening in the camp amen and they went to seek the lord now um I wrote here, why do we make decisions without consulting the Lord? Amen. Why do we make decisions without consulting the Lord? Now, I have a couple of things here that I have here that I think, you know, could be applicable. Okay. One, we believe that we can handle the situation by ourselves. And when I, and we've talked about this on this platform on many occasions, amen, that, um, that uh we 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 are trained and you know we spend most okay when we were coming up as children we spend most of our time in the schools in the school and the school is not teach except if it's a christian school it's not really teaching you to rely on god to call upon his name you know it's not doing that the school is not doing that they're teaching us basically or taught us and they, that's what they're doing to our children at least in secular schools um to depend on yourself to be self-sufficient that you this is the situation at hand you need to come up with a decision that's how we are taught and as we grow up you know and as we you know we as you know the lord you know comes into our hearts and that we accept him as our lord and savior you know it, we have to make that transition now from being independent to being totally reliant amen totally dependent on on, on the spirit of god amen you, you're saying lord i surrender or lord i surrender my will to make decisions i surrender uh, my own thoughts and ideas concerning certain things so there's always a transitioning or there's a challenge that we have between um dealing with it ourselves and also asking god to handle the situation. So we believe that we can handle the situation by ourselves. And also we think that our problems are too small for God. Listen, God is our Abba. He made us. He is interested in every single thing that concerns us. Amen. There is nothing that is too minute. There is nothing that is too small that our God cannot handle. And people of God, from time to time, we need to remind ourselves of this. We need to remind each other of this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We think that our problems are just, you know, God, oh, it's too small. God, 
ain't interested in that. God is interested in the big stuff. And I mean, if you can't, I mean, if you can't include him in the little things, I don't know what the big stuff is. I don't know the big stuff. I, I don't know what the big stuff may be, but I want you all to know in the mighty name of Jesus that God is concerned, amen, about the little, little, little things in your life that you may think, amen, that is insignificant. God loves us, amen. He's interested in everything that concerns you. Now, those of you who are parents, for example, you love your children. You are concerned about what they think, what they eat, how they sleep, what they dress, what they're being taught at school. You're concerned about their friends. You want to make sure that their friends are good influences and that they could be a positive impact on your children. All of these different types of details. So if you as a parent, amen, is so uh, interested, amen, in your children. Now, remember that the relationship that you have as a parent, amen, it parallels the relationship that God has with us, the same way that you love your children and you care about their whole entire being, God cares, amen, about our whole entire being. Anything that you have a dog, you have a cat, you have a bird, hallelujah, that, that that's not well, you know, ask a little girl, a little child, my dog is not well. The, the first thing that, you know, you would encourage your daughter or your son to do is to pray for that dog. Is that not so? Amen. That's important to that little girl. So what is important to us, amen, praise the Lord, everybody is important to God. I can't stress that enough, amen. This is one of my, this is one of my newfound favorite scriptures, amen. Jeremiah 32, 27. People of God, I want you to hide this scripture in your heart. I want you to write it down. I want you to put it on a little piece of paper, put it in your Bible. And when you can, you can write out the scripture so you can hide it in your heart as well, amen. Here is what, um, here is what the Jeremiah 32, 27 says. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Hallelujah. Oh my God. People got to get so excited when I read that scripture. Amen. Hallelujah. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me. Come on now, somebody. Hallelujah. We believe that God is not interested in our cares and our troubles, but we are clearly seeing here. The Lord is saying, is there anything too hard? Is there anything too small? Is there anything too insignificant? Is there anything too humongous? Is there anything too gigantic? Hallelujah. Glory be to God that I cannot handle in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Then First Peter 5, 7 tells us, casting all your care, all of your troubles, all of your doubts. Hallelujah. Glory be to God for he cared for you in the name of Jesus. Come on now. Somebody right there we need to shout. Come on. Hallelujah. That's a shouting moment. Come on now. Hallelujah. Another reason is, is that we are too impatient. Amen. I didn't include um, these scriptures, but some 46.10, just the first part, it says, hallelujah, be still and know I am God. As you're still, you're waiting upon God. You're listening to him. You are enjoying the presence of the living God. Hallelujah. So as you wait, God is telling you to be still. Don't make any major decisions. I just want you to be still. I want you to rely upon me. I want you to depend upon me. I want you to trust me in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The other scripture in Psalm 27, 14, where it's saying, wait on the Lord, be of good 
courage and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Amen. So we have scriptures here that encourages us, amen, to wait on the Lord. And I want to also um, give you some Bible passages of where, why it's so important for us to seek God. Amen. Glory be to God. It's important for us to seek God. And I have here, seeking God includes waiting, amen, upon him in the name of Jesus. And there's some other, um, I wanted to just give you some information just to back up this point of how important it is to seek the mind of God and to wait upon him. Um, I have here, David sought the Lord, okay? He went to inquire of the Lord. That is 2 Samuel 5, 19, a, and also the same chapter five verse 23a the first part and the king james version said and david inquired of the lord amen hallelujah amen pastor clark amen amen that's an awesome scripture he's the god of what mankind is there anything too hard for me there's nothing hallelujah nothing too hard for our god god bless you amen so David went and inquired of the Lord. He went and consulted the Lord. He sought God's counsel. Then we have Esther and her maids. They prayed and fasted for direction concerning the Jews. You remember um, through um, uh, um, Haman, right? It was Haman, yes. He went and uh, he, he was a hater of the Jews, okay? And he basically, you know, stared the king, you know, these are people that's against you, da-da-da-da, you know the story. But she said, you know what? We're going to pray and fast for three days. We're going to seek the mind of God. This is a dire situation. We need a word from the living God in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. So that's Esther 5, but Verses 14 to 17. Then I have another woman here, Daniel. This was the time when King Nebuchadnezzar wanted, you know, um, a revelation of a dream that he had. Nobody, you know, had a solution. He was like, you know what? All you wise men, I'm tired of you all. You mean there's 99 million of you and none of you can, can give me this revelation? You can't even tell me nothing about it? So, um... He goes, you know what? Off with your head. I'm going to kill all of you. So now Daniel, you know, hears what's going on. And he goes to, he goes to the king and goes, can you give me some time? Let me go and seek the Lord. Let's, let, let's go and talk to God and I will come back to you. Just, just spare us, you know, just give us some time. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So now that is in Daniel chapter two, verses 10 through 16 and the main verses verse 16. Then also, um, I have, um, I have second Chronicles 15 verses four and 15. And then there's one that I wanted to include. Um, I think I included this. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I'm not sure. No, I did not. But okay, let's go to the other one. Um, there was one of them. I have to mention this. This is Second Chronicles. Um, uh, um, I think I may I may be going ahead of myself, but that's okay. Oh, I'm going ahead of myself. I'll hold on. I'm gonna hold on. Amen. Let's go to the next slide. Is this where it ends? Okay, yeah. All right, praise the Lord. Now, how do we right set our minds to seek and wait on the Lord? Amen. Now it starts off by having a made up mind. Like when, you know, have you ever uh, encountered um, a person or it could even be you that once you have made up your mind that this is the decision or this is the way that I'm going to go. Nobody can deter you from that. 
Have you experienced that in the name of Jesus? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I remember, thank you, Lord. I didn't think about this. Well, um, I was about um, 18, 19 years of age. And the Lord woke me up one morning and told me that it's time. It was basically time for me to go through the word of baptism, time for me to get serious about the Lord, right? And um, I remember I had a very good friend and her family felt that I was too young to give my life to Christ. Come on now, somebody. Isn't that weird? But I'm not too young to get pregnant. I'm not too young to get strung out on drugs. I'm not too young to run away from home. I'm not too young to elope. Think of all the other things that I'm not too young to do, okay? So I was about 18, 19 years of age. That's the time when the Lord was like, okay, this is the time you're going to give your life to Christ right now. You're going to do it now. You're going to give it to me right now. So, so they would tell me I was too young or live a, live, live a little bit. Then you give your life to Christ, da, 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 da. But I made up my mind that the Lord had convicted me. Um, I'm going to go through this. Amen. So here, having a made up mind, we must make the choice, the decision to seek the Lord and that no one or no thing is going to deter us. Now, Philippians 2, okay, I'm just going to read the first one. It says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Remember, the Lord Jesus at the age of 12 had an inkling, had a preview of what he was about to do. And he tells his mother and his father that, that I must be about my father's business. There is something about having a made up mind. And we know that song, my mind's made up and I won't turn back for I'm going to see my Jesus someday. My mind is made up. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Strategize Your Life podcast with Pastors Dean and Jacqueline Richards. We hope that you were encouraged to achieve, believe, and conquer in your pursuit to a purpose-filled life. Pastors Dean and Jacqueline are founders of Covenant Remnant Ministries. To contact them for speaking engagements and workshops, send an email to info at covremin.com.